Ryan, Tony, and Chris We can't guarantee that you're gonna look great. But if you wanna stay in shape, well, you better hit the Chinwits. Welcome to the Jim Wits Podcast. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic. And I'm Tony Marinucci, a.k.a. Tips with Tony, a registered dietitian. And we are the Jim Wits. So how's everyone what, been? Not bad. I'm wondering, wondering whether I want to leave that outtake in that we dressed before we started. I'm going to decide. Uh, and I'm going to leave. Not really. if, if, I was that, if I was as loud as you said, as you reacted, that would be very mean to our listeners. <laughs> so please not very don't funny. do that. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. I get very annoyed. I would, I probably would never listen to this podcast ever. <laughs> okay. Someone intentionally, yeah. Yeah. but I don't like loud noises. <laughs> um, but how have you guys been? It's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded. Um, what are you up to? Well, it's been like a full week or so. It hasn't even, it just feels like so long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, every day feels like a long, but no, it's been two weeks. So we didn't record last week. We, we had a couple yeah. kind of loaded up before we started. So we haven't missed an episode like to put out. It's really um, weird. Like um, the, the days are all, um, are, are, are all melting into each other. It's like, mm-hmm. there's no, I mean, the week, like there's no such thing as the weekend. Maybe Ryan for you, because we're the weekend. But for me, it's, I, I, I struggle with that anyway. But yeah. in, in general, I have um, points to look forward to. Like, oh, on Tuesday, I have this show. Wednesday, I have this show. You know, Friday yeah. night, I have this show. Saturday, like I have these things scheduled. Um, but now with none of that, it's really, it's it's really difficult. Everything just sort of yeah. blends together. Like I seriously yesterday did not know it was Friday. I it could have been any day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, done, I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it, it, no, it's a, it's a bl- it's a bit of a blur. Like I definitely have work I've work to do, but it's sporadic and it's kind of as I need to do it. Like there's very few things that are pressing. Like I might have something that's like, you know, needs to be done by like close of business, you know, tomorrow or, or whatever. Like I need to be, you know, something that needs to get done, you know, within some amount of time. And I do, you know, generally weekends, I kind of stay away from work stuff, but like, yeah, it still feels weird. You know, I, I typically go, my wife is a teacher, so she's up at seven 30 every day and on online at eight and, so I kind of go by her schedule a little bit. So, sure. I, I, you know, I, it feels a little bit more like a week. Um, but, you know, as, as you know, like we're, you know, trying to just, there, there's a lot of things that I'm trying to do. Like, you know, I always have a, a project or two or 10 that I'm working on. So I'm trying to maximize the time, like do the things that I know once life gets back to normal, I won't have the same amount of time to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh I've got again. So last time I talked to you, so I, last time I talked to you guys, the dog had gotten a surgery, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's actually much better. I, I'm afraid to say it because every day, like you know, she gets better. It, it takes a turn for the worse, but yeah. she's been a lot better. She's not keeping me up all night. When she does but, her crazy tail chasing, it lasts for like 30 seconds, and then she stops. She's been more affectionate. Um, so that's good. Might you know might have solved things right now? Like you may hear awesome. them because my like they're all with me in the bedroom um and there's a, the ne- our neighbors are moving out and so you know with dogs like they hear noises outside the door they start freaking out so they've been kind of freaking out all day so i wouldn't be shocked if you hear some barking at some point today mm-hmm. so um I, I had an idea for you tone I, I i was thinking you should make a doll of yourself like not that I would necessarily want to keep it, but like you could immortalize yourself. Like I think you'd make for having like a good doll, like a Cabbage Patch Kids style. 
Like, what do you think? You know, this is not an original thought from me, by the way. Yeah, I've requested this. I've requested this of Ryan years ago. All throughout, all throughout junior high school. (laughs) I feel like, didn't you have like a? Or am I completely making this up? But Ryan, I feel like you would be a good bobblehead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just talked about the deluxe Ryan head. Yeah, I wanted Ryan to make a very a a life-size mold of his head. You know, just for me to keep on my desk. So, Tone, it's just something that 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 would not be be creepy. uh, Not for nothing, though. (laughs) No, but like not for nothing. I would love to create something for kids that just says like, I'm like, eat your broccoli. Like, (laughs) good idea. Like, I I imagine it like sort of like nanny style. Like, you know, the show The Nanny when they do when they do um, sort of uh, caricatures of her, like Mm -hmm. that that style uh, doll of you tone. I think would be. That would be funny. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> it would, would it be creepy if I kept it on my desk? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Like it'd be different if you had like one of all of us. Fine. All right. Yeah. Well, look, I'm down for that too. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little, a little strange. Um, how have you guys been holding up? Uh, any anything new with the, with the everything that's going on? Not really. I'm fortunate, actually. But I thought that my business was going to slow down, but it's never been busier. So I'm just trying to practice. Be I'm really grateful. Like I really am, and I'm just um, trying to just be keep also like taking care of me, so I can give my best to my clients. So yeah, I've just been That's busy like awesome. working. That yeah, honestly, I was not expecting it, but I'm happy, and and I'm gonna just you know keep doing the best that I can to because you know I guess a lot of people during this time are realizing like, you know, this is if not the best time to create like new healthy habits and behaviors. And, sure. you know, if you can't, um, if you can't rearrange your schedule when you have more time, it's going to be even more difficult to do it when you don't sure. have the time. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know? I think people um, are also eating uh, at home a lot more yeah. well for, I mean, the obvious reason is just right. There's most like, you don't have access to as many restaurants, um, right? But, I mean, you could do takeout and delivery, and I'm sure people are doing that uh, a lot. But you're just not eating out as much. You're just you're not out as much, so you're not eating out as much. Right. So, and with that comes the opportunity. Well, I can. I, 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 I'm sure you guys have both heard it before. People just saying, "Well, I could eat healthy if only I could eat at home more often." Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like when I go out is when I have the problems. Right, but so, now they're. But now what I'm what the why people are coming to me is because they're also just like you know either they're they're eating all over the place or they're not eating and then they eat late at night or they oh, just yeah. like find themselves snacking or they don't always want to eat with their you know I work with a lot of moms um, sure. and like like um married women who you know their their families are eating something different or they don't want to eat different from their yeah. family they want to be able to enjoy you know the pizza with their family stuff like that so that's the kind of stuff that keeps coming up and I'm just grateful to be able to help them it's great yeah what about you Ryan uh not much going on same yeah, Ryan's counting his, his, you know just counting his blessings that he switched <laughs> over to a, a corporate job yeah you know when he did because yeah I, I'd really be worried for you if um yeah I mean you know I, I think if 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 I wasn't I'd probably be hustling a little bit more you I probably have, would do like you said you didn't want to do the online training yeah but you probably would have yeah, I would have been. Yeah, I would have hustled a little bit more. I know? probably would have been on my clients a little bit more about hey, do online sessions and pushing it, you know, things online. So I think I probably would have, you know, it just had to press the creative button. But you know, I think for me, 
you know, the extra time I have, I'd rather spend doing certain other things that I want to do. So like, you know, if, if something comes up, like I have a couple of clients that I am training um, virtually and, and I got somebody that referred a client to me, so I'm not going to turn it down necessarily, but um, I'm much more, you know, like if I can spend time working on things that I normally wouldn't have time to, I, I'd rather right. do that right now. Um, and also I find that like, it just, there aren't a lot of hours in the day, you know, between like, you know, I, I try to make a decent schedule. I try to spend as much time with my wife as I can. So I, I try not to have that much stuff to do after like four o'clock. Um, but, you know, between getting up, taking the dogs, you know, cooking, you know, yep. preparing stuff, yep. you know, yep. meeting, like all of a sudden, like the day, the, day's, yep. the day definitely goes know. by quicker goes than, by quicker. you know, one would expect. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm definitely you know, getting through it. It's, uh, it's just strange. I think I'm anxious more than anything. Cause like, you know, we just don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know, you know, how bad it's going to be. And, you know, obviously like we're hearing varying stories about the, you know, the, 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 you know, it seems like the infection rates higher than expected they're saying, but then that means that the mortality rate is lower. So in yeah. some ways that's a good thing, but then still you hear about people in their twenties that are super healthy that are just, you know, dropping dead. Yeah. So it's so no, scary. It's really scary. It's but, really um, scary. You know, they just don't know when, when, you know, when do they start things going back to normal? And then once they start, like, you know, in a place that's realistic, like, you know, you're not going to have people running, running into the gyms right away. You know, it's, it's right. like, uh, how do they open things up? Um, it's well, there's be- supposedly places are getting opened up. And I, I think it's, and this is my opinion, um, uh, a lot of, um, I, like for in Tennessee, for instance, the governor mentioned that he was going to open things, business as usual, May 1st. And I know we've seen a lot of people uh, protesting. If you look on the news, they're like, oh, we want our freedom back. We want our freedom. And I, I think a lot of it is the case of, well, it hasn't hit me, so it's not that bad. Right. And it's like here in New York, like you see how bad it is. There's a, yeah. I'm, a lot of infections. And in other places, it's like, well, I don't know anyone who's gotten sick, right? I yeah. don't see it. It's not that bad. I don't live in New York. I don't, you know, see it like we want to go back to work. And without realizing that all you need is for there to be second and third waves yeah. of, of infections. And then you're going to shut everything down again. Only yeah. now you're going to have a lot more people that are sick. Well, that's so, kind of part of the problem, right? Is like if, if you're in a city, let's say you're in a state that like did – shut down before it got bad then they're like well it's not bad but the reason why it's not bad is because you shut things down so it's it's i i think we're gonna be we're gonna have this kind of rolling wave of like you know or waves over you know for a while until there's some kind of a vaccine um or like a significant enough you know percent of the population gets basically gets it that you know it it doesn't matter i guess i I don't know it's kind of so, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I, I see. Uh, I'm with you. So, Tone, uh, I know Ryan wouldn't believe in this because he's a godless wonder. But, um, Tone, do you feel that um, this whole thing, or the, this whole COVID thing, is a uh, you know a little you know zing from the universe to be like, you know, take a chill pill, learn to you know take care of yourself, spend more time with you know your family, don't rush as much. Like I don't know, just like some sort of like cleansing. You know, like mm-hmm. if you ever watched any of the Godzilla movies, it's like when the Earth gets out of balance, Godzilla <laughs> comes and makes things right. Like, do you think it's like that sort of deal where like the universe or God or whatever, whatever the powers that be are like, you know, you know, basically telling everyone take a chill pill and like sending this as a way of, of correcting the universe? Um, 
So it's kind of hard to say because a lot of people are dying and sick. And so I would hate to think that God would want that part. Um, well, at the same time, I think that we all have the, you know, opportunity to look at, look at this and find the gift in it. And so for some of us, it actually, I know a lot of people, for some of them, they're like, this is probably the best thing that could have happened to me because I was that person that was always rushing, always giving to others, you know, feeling burnt out, going down a path that I, there was no end in sight. And now it's really helped me to kind of <clears throat> put a new perspective on how I was living my life and take advantage of this time to kind of pivot right now. So, um, I mean, I, I definitely think that I also think it's showing us like similar to 9-11, like that was a tragedy, an absolute tragedy, but we, or I don't want to say, but, but, and we, as a result came closer together, um, as New Yorkers yeah. and it really showed how great people are. And I think this is another opportunity to show us how amazing people can be, how helpful they are and how we could look at all the negative, but realistically, I do believe that in times of, of panic and stress, the good outweighs the bad. All right. So the cynic in me is going to say like, we even if there was, well, A, obviously I don't think there's a universe message, but um, if I think anything is a learning experience and I think we will, we will completely take the wrong message um, from this. If you look at okay. like, so like take like nine 11, was, that was my, my next yeah. question. Like, if, are we going to learn from this? The no, right way? we won't. Of course not. So it's like, look at like all the track, like some of the tragedies so of, of our time, right? Like nine 11, uh, you know, you're right. Like the, the, the way that it brought people together um, was amazing but it was fleeting, you know, it was very short that, that there was that period of time where everybody was really nice. I know, to each other. I am afraid and, of that. I am and, afraid um, of that. I have a feeling like when life goes back to normal, people will forget. This yeah, ever. Well, we'll forget. <laughs> so like that's thing is, so 9-11 brought the people, but, but then, but then the problem is that the powers that be, what did the powers that be do with that? They went to war, you know, and yeah. a war that we was unnecessary. True. Um, you know, so, so like, and you know the the long term kind of ramifications of it were that we you know the people who did it who were all Saudis we, we were still in bed with, and then we went after people who didn't you know have anything to do with it and yeah. and, and, and countless lives died and countless dollars. So you look at that. Look at Katrina, um, and, you know another tragedy that we we clearly you know didn't learn from um, the the, the two thousand eight you know, uh, um, recession. We didn't learn from that. Like, we, you know, we had all these bankers that did committed all these crimes and nobody went to jail. Um, millions of people, you know, lost, you know, everything and were affected by it. And we just, you know, we, you know, 12 years later, we've got a situation where, you know, people, there's another huge financial, you know, economic downturn and most people can't afford, you know, afford a month without work. So I think, you know, if you, you, if you would have learned the lesson properly, then it's like, well, you know, expand that safety net so that when things do go down, we, we, you know, people are, are okay. But instead we're, we're fighting over whether to give people, you know, can people, you know, a thousand bucks. And like, you know, I think we're all, I think very fortunate that we're not feeling, you know, the effects of this yet, you know, economically. Um, so I always feel like it's hard, you know, I think there are, you know, there is a good, I think the good to come out of this so far, if there is good, is, you know, the value of spending time with family. But that's because we all, you know, we all have family and, and loved ones and people that we, we do want to spend time with. Um, you know, um, there's, there's um, you know, the, you know, climate <laughs> seems to be a little bit better. And I think if we were to take these lessons, then we would implement things. Well, and then also, like, you know, 
there needs to be a response for people. So like, I think if we were to take this to, to heart, you know, one thing is, well, you know, another thing I'm cynical about is like, you know, I'll out myself as like a, a Bernie Sanders supporter, but then you'd say, well, look, he's a guy who had kind of policies that works. You know, he wants a strong safety net for people. He wants Medicare for all. And so you have the situation where by not having that, you're going to have lots of people who are, who are sick and are going to be, you know, in huge debt, medically because they can't afford the medical bills um so many people who are out of jobs and um you know can't can't afford to pay rent and so if we were to take the right lessons it's like well in we need as as a country we need to find a way to make sure that everybody is taken care of when there's a pandemic or when there's some kind of um you know major disaster and that doesn't seem to be the narrative the narrative seems to be more of uh let's put a band-aid on this you know gushing wound while we get the economy back up and running and the idea is mm-hmm. like let's get let's get the money flowing let's get wall street back up you know like mm-hmm. that's the goal and it's not like let's make sure our population's on their feet so even now we're not learning the right lessons from it and i think those of us who are in a decent position financially um and and also you know have enough loved ones because you know i mean think about people who are you know who suffer from depression who live alone Mm. and how this has got to affect them especially with stay-at-home orders um and 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 then that's this whole other discussion on like strategies to how to deal with that but like we're kind of fortunate that we can look at the kind of quote bright side of this and say, yes, there are things to learn and there are things to learn and there are things, there, there are good things about it. Like I, you know, in many ways, this has been a great, not, I don't want to say great, but in many ways outside of like the major anxiety, it's been a really useful time. Like I also think like maybe, you know, it shows we vacation time might be a good thing, you know, or having extra time, you know, almost having built in times off in our economy. Like it might be good that we just say, Hey, you know what? Screw it. We're going to, you know, we shut the country down for a month every year. Like maybe that's not a bad idea, you know, but again, I think as a country, we're not going to take those lessons, any of the good lessons. We're just going to be like, let's get the economy back up and running. And once, you know, I, I, until we have like a vaccine, I think obviously life will be different. But I feel like, you know, two, three years from now, when assuming we have a vaccine, I think that, the, you know, everything will be the same. Okay. No, I'll, I'll no I, I know. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do that. Do you realize that? When we're having, what? like, when one of us has like a deep or like interesting side or comment, you'll just be like, okay. I just want to be clear like you both do that that's that's what we maybe we should give a little bit more considering it's a conversation yeah yeah, anything to add to that or I mean well my main my main believe it or not my main reason for seeing like okay is because we could just talk for another hour or five hours on the subject but we're we got to get to our main topic today which is one of my favorite exercises i just always feel like i get in better shape when i'm doing a lot of it um take it away rye okay weird transition but okay sure <laughs> so the- <laughs> and by the way a great exercise that is inexpensive yeah. and something you can do with a little bit of space yeah i'm gonna buy one after this i already yeah. know it so yeah so so i wanted to talk a little bit about jumping rope um you know it's one of those things that i always get questions on it um it's it really is one of the best exercises it's something that some people struggle um to do so i thought we'd talk a little bit about about you know about jumping rope about some of the benefits um and give some share some tips for people you know either that are just getting started or that want to maybe you know make the um work out a little bit um 
more challenging. So, you know, as Justin mentioned, so there, there are some great benefits to jumping rope. Obviously it's very portable. You can take it anywhere with you. Um, when I travel, I tend to try to bring like a TRX if I can, but also I'll always bring a jump rope because, you know, you can really, you, you it's, you know, it doesn't take up much space. Um, it's uh, really, they're inexpensive. I mean, even like a, a good higher end jump rope will only cost you about 30 bucks, but you can get one for as little as like seven or $8. Um, so very you know, low barrier to entry. You can pretty much use it anywhere. Um, obviously there are some considerations like you don't want to necessarily jump um, in your apartment. If you're, you know, if you live in an apartment and you're above somebody um, and you don't have, you know, really secure um, kind of almost soundproof, you know, floors, you, you probably don't want to be jumping on top of somebody, but you know, you can go in the backyard you can go, you know, you can do it in a gym, you can do as long as you have a decent amount of, you know, you know, kind of t space around you, you can pretty much jump anywhere. Um, and uh, there are, you know, lots of great benefits physically. Um, it's a really efficient exercise. So something that you can, you can burn calories, um, a lot of calories in a short period of time. Um, great for hand-eye coordination, um, great for cardio. Um, what's nice for me is I always like things that are, you can progress and regress. Um, and so with the jump rope, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you can do it very simply. You can do it, you can jump for a minute at a time uh, or less, uh, or you can jump for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Um, there are lots of advanced exercises you can do with it. Um, so you can make it a lot of fun um, and continue to kind of work your hand-eye coordination. And that actually kind of ties in a little bit um, to the study that we'll, we'll talk about a little bit later today. Um, so now before we get started, do you guys jump rope? I have, I don't have one. So like okay. when I used to go to like a work, like a gym class, like with a group training, we would do yeah. it. But I, I really am going to get one for sure. Like after yeah. this, I'm probably going to go on Amazon. I'll probably do it right now. <laughs> I got to order one too. I have one, but it's not a good one. It's one where it's not weighted. So it's yeah. just doesn't, I can't use the ones that aren't weighted. And yeah, I do do a lot of jump when I go to the gym, um, I'll warm up for kickboxing um, sometimes just in general, I'll just yeah. do it. I, I prefer it to running. And, um, so that's my, one of my, uh, uh cardio exercises of choice. I just hate running yeah. for whatever reason. So I'll, I'll do it. I do a jump rope. It's, it's yeah. I, I find it, I just enjoy it more. Any particular brands? I know you said it doesn't matter, but I am um, curious. It doesn't really matter. Like I, I, so I use a heavy rope. So the one I use is from yep. this brand called twins, which is like a tie, um, Thai boxing um, type of rope. So, I, you know, I would just say, you know, look at something with, um, if you're going to get a good rope, like one that has a ball bearing, but like, okay, so I'll, before you make a choice, actually, I'll kind of talk about a couple of things when you're, when you're choosing a rope. So I'm excited. I'm going to let you know how it goes. Cause <laughs> yeah. I'm getting, I need more cardio, but like running is just like, I don't always want to run. <laughs> so, so there are a couple of things to think about when you're starting. So like the kind of rope does make a little bit of a difference. So you can get one that's just like a straight, simple nylon rope. You could even get like, um, you know, ropes that are, um, you know, like made of, made of rope, like a rope. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, the cheap nylon ones work well for someone starting just to get the timing down. But, you know, if you want something that's a little bit longer lasting, a little bit better, like the ones with the ball bearings are going to work well. But the other thing to consider is the weight of the rope. So if you get like a, a really light rope, part of the problem is if it's too light, it kind of, you, it's a little tricky to describe, but A, it goes a little too fast. And mm -hmm. so you might have a hard time with the timing of it because the speed the rope is going, you know, kind of then forces you to jump much faster. The other thing is you kind of almost like there's a feel you get when you're jumping. And again, I, when you use a heavy rope, um, the, you, you can kind of feel that a lot more than when you're using a light one, but basically like you almost kind of feel like the rope is an extension of you. 
And if you're using a super light rope, it's a little bit hard to get a feel for the rope. So it's kind of hard to feel the rotation of the rope. So I almost think that kind of counterintuitive, it's easier to start with a rope that's weighted slightly. So, you know, not too heavy, but something like, you know, upwards of like maybe a half a pound um, is a good weight to start with only if you're get if you're just getting started. So again, if you've jumped rope and you're comfortable as a you know, jumping rope, then I would say, you know, just getting a, you know, getting a decent rope, you know, getting one that's got ball bearings um, will be good. But if you, you know, have never done it before, or if you've always had a hard time doing it, it might be beneficial to get a heavier rope and kind of learn on the heavy rope before you, um, you know, in order to get the movement down. So you're not, you're not kind of, uh, again, you get a little bit better feel for, for jumping rope. Um, and then again, as you get more advanced, like you could decide, like, I prefer a heavier rope. I find, I find it gets, I get a good little, good shoulder workout. Um, you know, I can still do some of the tricks with it. So I kind of like doing the heavy rope. But again, some people like doing this, this having the speed rope and there are a lot of things you can do with the speed rope that you can't really do with the, with the heavy rope. Um, can you repeat the pounds? Um, I, so I'd say like if if you're getting started, like a half a pound weighted rope is pretty good to get started with. A pound is good, could be really good. This is point um, seven five. The other ones don't say it. Not all of them say the pound. Yeah, no, they're not. If they don't, they, then they're not. You know, they're not. If it's if it's weighted, it'll tell you. If it's not, you probably won't. So you think point um, seven five is too heavy for me? It, you know, honestly, I might get it, it. Do you struggle jumping rope? Um, no, I mean, I can't do the fancy tricks and stuff, but I can then jump if, rope. If you can jump rope, then I wouldn't, I mean, unless you want to get a heavy rope for like the extra added, like workout for the arms, then I don't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend getting the weighted rope. Like I almost would so say. So don't do 0.75. Yeah, I'll just get regular. a regular rope. Yeah, okay. just get a regular rope. But you know, but if it, like more the, the weighted, the weighted is either for somebody who is, who wants a, a little bit more different challenge. Let's say you you know you used to jump rope, but you just want a different challenge. Um, like like I said, the weighted ropes are great for the, like the shoulders. Like you really feel it. Like if I no, you guys me, know, I I get really big shoulders really quickly. Yeah. So then <laughs> yeah. If, no, so like what I find is like with the weighted ropes, um, if I don't jump for a, f- a week or two, like for example, so when I work out at home right now, we work out on the roof. But the problem is the roof. You we're, so we're on the third floor, and then there's one. There's a fourth floor, and then you know the and then the roof and we can hear us jump my, my wife said she can hear us jumping rope on in our apartment when we're on the roof so we've stopped doing that um and so if i don't jump rope for like a week or two i'll feel it in my shoulders the next time i do it so that's something to be aware of but again it's good if you want to get you know get a different workout or like i said if you're having a, if you've always had a hard time like i know people who've always had a hard time jumping rope if i give them like a, a weighted rope they they tend to have a little bit easier time because then you, you it slows down the movement so you can you can get the timing down because if it's too fast of a rope it's just hard to get the timing because you don't feel you, again you're not getting a feel for it with, where with the heavy rope it'll kill your shoulders early but at least you'll start to get a feel for it so you know you, you, that's a good way to build up um, you know jump uh, jumping with a little bit weighted rope so. As far as like the move, like then when you're getting into actually jumping rope, a couple things, other big questions that people have, which is like the rope length, like what's the right length for a rope? Um, so another thing I would say is if you're looking for rope is look for something that is adjustable. Um, you know, cause unless you're, you're testing it out in person, you want something that you can make adjustments to. So for the rope length, the best way to kind of determine the right length is um, you'll hear different, some different things. So a little bit of is, is preference, but basically if you, if you step with one foot in the middle of the rope, and kind of lift the two handles up to the sides, the rope handles should get, no, you'll hear different things, but somewhere between like the nipple line and the armpits basically is like the length that the rope should be. So if it goes much past the armpits, it's 
probably a little too high. And if it goes much lower than the nipple line or like the sternum, um, it's probably going to be a little too low. Um, but, you know, again, it, it becomes a little bit of a matter of preference. And obviously, again, the rope has to be something that, that's adjustable um, in order to get that. Uh, Justin, were you going to say something? Yeah, well, just before I was, yeah. um, I was just saying that, yeah, we might want to get an adjustable one if, you, if you're not, if you can't feel it for better yeah. safe than sorry. This, and there's so many of them out there. Yeah. And the one I'm looking at right now has an option. You could, they're adjustable, but it's also, it says one is 8.85 feet for those who are under five foot nine. And then there's a 10 foot one for those who are over five foot nine, but yeah. they're both adjustable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. So just, you know, as long as it's adjustable. I'm going to get um, the gold one. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now when, when you're, when you're jumping, you want to keep the hand, you know, kind of think about keeping your hands up. So a couple of things are jumping form. Um, keep the elbows close to the body. So like the upper part of your arm should be kind of tight to the body with the elbows bent and kind of flared out to the side. Um, your hands should be a, about waist level. Um, you know, maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower. Again, depends a little bit on the person. Um, you want to kind of grip the rope in your fingers and kind of lightly, and then for the jump itself, it's, you want it to be light. So the, the key to the jump is that you really don't want to get more than an inch or two off the ground. Um, so it's not a high jump. All the movement should really be in the ankle. So it's not like a big, you're not really, you're not squatting and jumping unless you're trying to do some kind of trick. You know, it's just really the movement's in the ankle. It's a really soft movement and you want to keep like your body straight and upright. So you're not like bending the knees. Like you'll see some people jump and like they bend, they kick the, the heels like behind them or they bend the knees up. And it's like you, everything should be nice and, you know, nice and straight, you know, slight bend in the knees. But the movement really, if you're looking, is all the ankles, like just, just all kind of bouncing off the ankles and just short, soft off the ground. Um, and then also for the arm movement, the movement should be all on the wrist. So when you're doing it, a couple of mistakes people make are like, instead of just moving the wrist, they're swinging the arms around in a big circle. And that shouldn't like your arms should almost be in, in one position the whole time with the wrist doing minimal movement but doing the work and then it's just a soft bounce up and down um you know on the on the ankles um another mistake people make is jumping too high so they'll kind of jump really high off the ground and that also is going to take a lot more energy than you need and and also then it's a lot of impact if you're doing the high jump over and over and over repetitively that can be problematic um, although ryan points. like sometimes people you do you jump high on purpose right well, so, as part as one of the uh, so look any any of these things if you're if you're intending on doing it is different from if if, okay. if you're just trying to jump so like yeah if you're if i'm doing like for example if you're doing like a double under which um uh, you know, I'll explain a little bit when we were talking about like the advanced things, like then you're going to have to jump higher, you know, or you might just say, okay, I'm, just, I'm you know, the whole point of this, I'm going to just jump as high as I can. Sure. If, so if you're intentionally doing certain things, that's fine. But if you're just trying to jump like a basic jump, then you, you know, you shouldn't be doing any of these things. Um, the other thing you shouldn't do, which um, I'm sure is going to disappoint a lot of people is there should not be a bounce in between. So, you know, how some people will like, you know, the rope goes under the feet, and then they do a little bounce and then the rope goes again and you shouldn't have that. You want to be, you know, it's a bad habit to get into and you want to be able to, you know, every time you jump, the, the rope revolves underneath you. You know, every time you jump, the rope's underneath you and not add that little like, you know, little bouncy bounce in between should not be something that, that gets added to your, um, to your jumps. Um, so those are the main mistakes people kind of make. Um, if you find that you're having, you know, when you're starting, if you're having a hard time, like, I, you know, the best thing to do is just you know, one at a time. You know, you just do one jump at a time. 
and you know just get comfortable with that like you know you start with the rope behind you you swing it around and you jump over it once and then you do it again and then you jump over it twice and then you you know and and, and you literally build it like that and i've had people who i've trained with jump rope where we literally start with that where it's like the for whole workout is or the whole jump rope portion is just like we jump once and we jump once and we jump once and then next thing you know they can get two jumps and then you get three and then you start building from there and i like to get people like when they're starting if they're struggling like get them to the point where they can do about a hundred jumps, you know, so you're counting jumps. Then you start with times. You might do a minute or you might do two minutes or three, you know, up, and then you, then you kind of, as you find it, like a good warm up is like five minutes or three to five minutes of a jump rope. But as you get more advanced with it and more into it, you might decide like, Hey, I want to do this for my cardio. So I'm going to do different kinds of games or tricks, but you know, to start, it's like, you know, just one jump at a time, two, three, four, you know, until you get up to about a hundred jumps straight. And then you can start looking at like doing like, you know, time jumps. Cause you're not going to, you know, if you can do more than a hundred jumps in a row, you probably don't need to be counting the, the number of jumps. Then you can look at, it as like you know i'm doing a minute or two minutes or i'm gonna do like high knees or, or, or whatever so any any questions yet um i guess when you get up to that level what would be the difference between using a jump rope as like a warm-up versus maybe making a workout out of it so um so that's a good question so basically i think there are a couple of things you can do with the jump rope um after you you know beyond like just a warm-up um i you know i'm <sighs> I'm not the biggest fan of using it for your, like your, your steady state cardio. So like for, you know, your typical, like, you know, 30 to 40 minute ride, let's say, or bike ride or run or whatever. Um, I think that the the problem with the rope is it's such a, it's such a singular kind of repetitive motion that it, it really does add up over time. So, you know, I think that there is potential, you know, it's real, it's a relatively safe exercise, assuming there are no, pre-existing injuries but because it's repetitive um there is potential for you know just overuse of like the ankle um i can give you an example like so so for you know thai training muay thai we all often like for the fight training you do in in, in addition to running you'll do like 15 to 20 minutes jumping rope as, as your warm-up and you know I would find like, okay, if that, if that's how you train, you know, and, and that, that's the, you know, probably the easiest part of your training is that 15 minute or 20 minute jump rope, then fine. But for the average person, I I think like the first few times I did that, it killed my calves Mm. and, you know, it was really bad, really rough on my calves. So I think that you kind of have to consider, you know, who you, the person and, you know, look, if you're somebody who's healthy and you hate running and you, you know, but you love jumping rope and you can do 20, 30 minutes of jumping rope and that's what you love to do. I'm not going to say don't do it. Um, but it is, a, you know, even running has a, is a lot more dynamic than jumping where it's just one move ankles mm-hmm. landing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you might want to play with different, you know, tricks um, to, to make it interesting and to keep your, your, so keep about, from doing the same movement over and over. Yeah. So about what what you were saying with the the stress of the on the ankles, do, uh, do you recommend doing it in shoes or? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, ideally, you know, wear the shoes, sneakers. Yeah, I would well, wear. Sneakers. A lot of people do it on a mat with no. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, it, I would prefer it for two reasons. One is it's a little bit easier on the joints and on the on the feet, um, for an extended period of time. Because in some ways, like, you know, by having that kind of feedback, uh, that sensory feedback from the ground to the foot is a good thing. But if you're doing it for 20 minutes, it's probably not great. And then also just the, you know, as you felt before, hitting your foot 
or hitting <laughs> your toes with a jump rope is not fun. It's not fun. So I would recommend doing it with shoes on, especially if it's for an extended period. So where I think a jump rope it can be a lot more useful is warming up. And also if you're doing it as part of your conditioning routine, because that is where you can do it for five minutes. Like, you know, part of my, one of the things I'll do, like, so for example, um, there are a few different kind of tricks. I mean, there are tons of tricks. A little cursory search where you'll find hundreds of different jump rope exercises. I was actually surprised because I did a little bit of like looking into some stuff, you know, and, and there's so many cool things you can do with the jump rope that I actually was like, oh, I'm going to try some of this stuff, you know, this week um, just to change things up. But one of the staples is like a double under. So double under basically means like normally when every, for every jump, the rope revolves once. So for double under, you, when you jump, you, you, the rope revolves twice. So it's really hard because you have to jump a little bit higher. It, it requires you to swing the, the rope around a little bit faster. Um, the timing is harder. So double unders are really tough. So what, one thing I'll do for my conditioning, which I learned from my old Muay Thai coach, was we do a three-minute round where you, do, you alternate every 15 seconds. So you do 15 seconds regular, then 15 seconds double unders, then 15 seconds regular, then 15 seconds double unders. Um, and that's one of like, it's a great conditioning workout. Like when I, when I do that for three minutes, I'm, I'm like wiped out. And there's all kinds of things you can do things with like um, other tricks, like you can do like high knees are really great. So basically like each step is like each, each uh, revolution is like a step in, in a high knee. Um, you could do things where you're like, um, you know, you're skating side to side. You could do like jumping jacks. Um, I like a do, single leg. That's, that's yeah, also tricky too. Single leg. You could do crossovers. So basically like you're, you cross your hands when you do the rope, you could do like a boxer stance where you're kind of shifting back and forth um you can alternate the feet you can do single leg um so there are all kinds of things um you know I, you know it, um as you get more advanced there's so many resources online on youtube uh you know for for different jumper workouts that you can really make you know have a lot of fun with it um but that's where i think the benefits are for jumping rope is like either as a warm-up or as like the conditioning portion or if you're just like hey i'm not going to do it to, i'm not necessarily doing it to, like for me at this point like I can jump for 10 minutes, 20 minutes even. And it's not like what'll get me is more just the repetitive nature of it or the, um, uh, my, my calves will get tight. So it's not like the hardest workout. So I'll, I'll try, I'm going to try these different tricks for more for the coordination part of it, you know, for that kind of, you know, kind of brain body connection um, where for some people it might just be, you know, it's really, really hard to do it for three minutes or four minutes. So some of it depends a little bit on the person, um, and uh you know kind of what works you know use so for would you would you say would, would you say that there's also a benefit for footwork and you know in coordination those types oh, yeah. of things for sports athletics absolutely you know it's great for sports i mean that's why boxers do it i mean if you yeah. see boxers of of all sports like have some of the best footwork and you know jump rope is a huge part of their workouts and even more so than like muay thai um there where you know for us like we kind of use it more as just a part of our warm-up I, you don't see it as you know boxers like they're doing crazy stuff with the jump rope it's like really uh an essential part of their workout they're doing all kinds of cool tricks and all kinds of stuff like that really helps with the footwork so really great for you know any sport that requires any footwork and hand-eye coordination uh jump rope's great cool. yeah and i think you like you said it seems like you can get pretty advanced with it which i think is just always fun if you're looking for like a challenge to be able yeah to like do all the different ways in which you can jump rope i feel yeah. like that would be something to you know it's different you know yeah and it's great nice. it's one of the one of the best one of the best kind of um methods of exercise so do you have guys have any other questions or no i think that was thoughts? good we gotta, go, but we gotta go get our jump ropes <laughs> i already bought mine nice oh wow <laughs> so, in addition to my headphones for recording my yeah, podcast that i never use <laughs> 
very so, um, productive on this recording. So, <laughs> so Tony, you had a uh, you so you had some thoughts or had some uh, tips uh, dealing with uh, omega threes and first yeah, I just wanted to uh, touch quickly. I know that we have a, um, an interview coming up shortly, um, so just to just to mention, I think like you know i'm always a little hesitant when it comes to recommending supplements but um and, and like you guys know it's always based off of the individual and you want to make sure you're getting high quality grade supplements um but the one that i'm not as like hesitant to recommend usually is omega 3s um the research is pretty promising in the benefits and um i just wanted to talk about a more a more recent article that had come up and showing that it could be beneficial in more than we had thought so in general, I usually recommend an omega-3 supplement or for someone to just eat fatty fish at least two to three times per week, about a palm-sized portion, so that they're getting enough omega-3s because our diet quality tends to be higher in omega-6s, which causes inflammation in the body. And so making sure you're getting enough omega-3s can help kind of counteract that for just overall, overall heart health is usually why I recommend it. But this particular article looked at omega-3 supplementation, or just omega-3, it's not even supplementation, so it doesn't necessarily need to be from a supplement, it could also just be from food, but the benefits of omega-3 is for sports performance. And a lot of the research is showing that those who've supplemented um, for eight weeks with omega-3s can increase the rate of muscle synthesis in all populations, so young, middle-aged, and older adults. And it even goes to show that it's not in just like strength training, could be in endurance, and it can even be just someone who does yoga. Um, it's literally showing that because it's suggesting that omega-3s work by switching on proteins involved in muscle protein synthesis, so meaning they could actually contribute to increasing muscle mass, which if the diet is lacking protein, it's hard to do that. And we're showing more and more as you get older. And especially if you're breaking down muscle through exercise, you need to make sure you're doing enough to kind of rebuild that. And um, the studies are just strongly supporting the fact that um, consuming omega-3s can help with the recovery process. If you're feeling kind of sore after, you might feel better with supplement, supplementing with omega-3s. And then there's further discussion about its potential in um, helping to treat any sort of brain disorder, so put, uh, potentially dementia, Alzheimer's, um, even if you've had, a, you know, this is rare, um, but hopefully you've never suffered from like a traumatic brain injury, um, showing the benefits to that. So just to recap, um, we don't know the exact amount to recommend and like anything you want to be um, mindful of the dose. So we do know that um, in general, about two grams of um, omega-3s per day is beneficial. What we don't know is within the omega-3s, there's EPA and DHA. They're two different types. Um, and so we don't know what those specific recommendations are. So just to give you an idea of two grams per day of omega-3 fatty acids, that is, could be literally just like 3.5 ounces of salmon, cooked salmon. Um, it could be uh, two ounces of mackerel. That's a fatty fish that has it. Um, it could be in servings of sardines, anchovies, caviar, herring. Um, the fatty fishes are going to be the most bioavailable for your body to consume, to absorb. And then flax seeds and chia seeds and walnuts also have omega-3s. However, there's question in your body's ability to actually utilize it. Um, so one thing I do recommend, like I said, is if someone that I'm working with doesn't eat a lot of fish or they're a vegan... Um, I usually do recommend an omega-3 supplement because um, they're probably not going to get an adequate amount 
in the diet. So last thing I'll just end with, um, the brand I use is Nordic Naturals, um, but there are other brands out there. Just anytime you're looking for a supplement, you want to make sure that it's been tested from a third party, like a third party. So it has an NSF stamp, um, informed choice stamp, or you just, it's been shown to, um, like when you go to their website, it should have tested in a third party um, lab or even like studies based off of it. And that's how you'll know if you're consuming like a good brand, if you're choosing to supplement and not get it through food. Um, and then lastly, I'll just say, if you can get it through food, always food first. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a good summary? Yep. <laughs> Any questions? No, I don't have anything. Justin, sounds great. Cool. Right, okay. We'll awesome. <laughs> All right. So are we going to, um, do the you want to go right into the recording? We have well, we've got one more. Got, uh, we've got one more. One more little segment. Oh, we do. <laughs> okay, studies. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, mine has a study as well. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Okay. Um, also, but I will just say um, that we have twelve minutes. Sorry yeah. if we have to edit no, it's good. that. No, it'll be quick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, hope, hopefully, Justin edits that out, and if he didn't, then I apologize to listeners, but that, then Justin did not do his job. So, <laughs> if he didn't do his job, e email us. It's not a big we'll deal. Tell Justin to do his job. Um, all right. So uh, this is simple study, or you know, not simple study. Um, probably very complex. Complex, but um, it was published in Nature Human Behavior, um, and it was basically looking at um, the you know, effects of exercise on mental uh, mental fitness. And so it was a review of um, literature. So basically reviewed eighty studies um, that were all you know dealing with all kinds of training that you know and how they improve cognitive performance. So um, you know, whether it's strength, endurance, um, and what they found in looking you know in the review of the literature is basically that all sports um, had some impact. All sports and activities had some impact on on cognitive. Um, performance, but they found that, that sports requiring coordination had the most impact, especially if there were kind of complex movement patterns involved um, and also, you know, kind of involved other people. Um, those tended to have like the, the best impact on cognitive performance. Um, they also found that the, the volume of the work didn't matter. So, it, you know, didn't much matter like that you were doing it for like, you know, five hours a day as opposed to an hour a day. Um, and uh, but what they did find, which is an interesting difference, which is also something that's been we've seen in other studies that men tended to benefit um, with intensity um, where it didn't where like for women, there was kind of a ceiling in which if, if it got too intense, that actually lost um, the the exercise or activity could be detrimental um, to to them. Um, as far as their cognitive um, performance. So, but this is something that's also kind of been borne out in other studies. For whatever reason, men tend to benefit a little bit more from the intensity of the work um, than women. So just interesting, you know, again, interesting study for me. I'll, po I'll post the kind of um, link to it um, if you guys want to kind of take a look uh, more at it. But, um, you know, it's, not, it's kind of stating the obvious, which is that exercise um, improves cognitive function, but then kind of going back to the jump rope is it does seem like um, things that, you know, the more that you challenge your body, there is a connection between the brain and the body. And so the more that you you make things challenging, I think the more that your brain has to work and, and the better effect it does have on you. So that's why like doing, you know, changing things up is always useful. I think we all get into this position where we, we can kind of be stuck doing the same thing. I, I know I do that when I'm doing like, you know, with, um, you know, you know, I do Muay Thai and like, I kind of fall into this habit of like, oh, that's all I do. I just train and hit pads and, and uh, it's a great workout, but 
you you always want to try to do something new or something that's going to challenge yourself because it's going to have pay dividends not only with your physical fitness, but also for your mental fitness. So, you know, something like this even gets me thinking like, what's, what's the next thing I gotta, I gotta try something. Well, well, I actually am. I, I forgot if I told you guys, I've been, I've, I've taken up archery. Did I tell you guys? Well, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, so you I, did. I took you up archery tell. recently um, and I'm loving it. And, it's, and it actually is like, it, 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 it's really interesting because it is forcing me to, you know, use different parts of my brain and, and it's frustrating with this because I was, I was not that I was getting good. I mean, you know, there's different levels, but like I was actually getting pretty decent. I was going with a friend and it was funny because like I was like getting way better than him way faster. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but, um, but it's like, I, you know, one of those things where I'm actually like really, really enjoying it. And, um, and it's like a, a, a physical challenge. Um, so for anybody, like, you know, even if you're, if you're, you have the body that you want, if you've been doing the same thing for years, like try something new, try something different because it, it can pay dividends um, on, you know, your mental fitness as well as physical fitness. Hmm. Awesome. All right. Anything awesome. to add? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's the benefits of, well, really just shows the, like the, you know, the benefits of doing something new, of teaching your brain, you know, new, you know, new things, teaching that, uh, teaching an old dog new tricks really does have, uh, does have some benefits. Yep. I like All right. It. Well, I guess, uh, that is it. Um, I'm Ryan George and I'm going to remind you to listen to scientists. Um, don't drink disinfectants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Justin. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm no, no, I'm, 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 no, we're doing our outro. So, oh, we're doing our say, outro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's do that again. All right. Again, <laughs> I'm Ryan George, reminding you not to drink <laughs> disinfectants. Listen to scientists. <laughs> okay. Is, I I don't know if that's going to be your header from now on, but uh, it won't be. Well, but, yeah. But it's relevant. He hasn't come. He hasn't come up with a catchphrase yet. <laughs> no, it's it's relevant uh, for today. I would probably use it today. Again. All right. Um, well, you can use it all the time. Um, all right. I'm, I'm, Justin, <laughs> I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic, reminding you that truth does not sell. And I'm Tony Marinucci, a.k.a. Tipsy Tony, a registered dietitian, helping you get healthy one bite at a time. And we are the Gymlets. <laughs>